Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. He's a nice guy, but only gives belly rubs to dogs. Welcome to the Bulldog Interviews. I'm Dave Kaufman, your host. And today we're bringing you an episode that is with uh, a person who actually is just a pet owner. And the Bulldog Interviews are about everything Bulldogs, so we figured this would be a great time. And uh, the guest uh, actually volunteered. Asked if I ever needed anybody to be on the show, he'd love to do it. So um, I said, great, let's have you on here. So I'd like to introduce Eric Cleary. Hi, Eric. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, Give us a little bit of background. Where are you from? And uh, uh, tell us about your dogs. Uh, We're kind of, we're from Oklahoma. Uh, We we do have two bulldogs, uh, Rocco and Bailey, um, mother and son. And they kind of uh, keep our hands full all the time. So, all right, maybe we'll post some pictures of them up on the show notes. We'll see if we can get that from you. Um, so, when did you? Yeah. Uh, how long have you been into bulldogs? Uh, we got Bailey. I want to say she is just a little over four years old. Um, and we actually got her from a breeder out in Stillwater. Uh, brand new to the to the bulldog uh world so we weren't really even aware what we were kind of getting ourselves into or you know uh all the the love and attention i guess they they uh they need and they they deserve you know cool good um do you have any other breeds or have you owned other any other dogs in the past uh yes we actually how we kind of got into bulldogs is we uh did get one uh dog from the pound in it we thought it was half english bulldog half pit it just had the bulldog stature everything like that and um regretfully she had uh somehow it was kind of rare got gastric torsion and so she passed um that was i want to say six or seven years ago uh so when we did decide to get a new dog um we we looked uh you know through the classifieds talk to people talk to vets um you know and try to find a reputable breeder out there and uh, luckily we did um so uh about four and a half years ago all right very cool uh so is there any other breed in your future or are you stuck on bulldogs now Uh, I gotta be honest with you. I, I love my bulldogs to death and, um, uh, actually we have, um, the first one that we got, Bailey, um, we have her son, Rocco, and he is my little right hand man. Uh, I, I just couldn't, one of those things I just couldn't see anything, you know, uh, beyond him. So, uh, who knows at this point? Yeah. Yeah. No. They're almost like potato chips, so now you have two, and uh, you know you hang in there with them, and it's it's amazing how 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 different a bulldog is. You know, are, do yours have like unique personalities and like human like almost, as as a lot of people say? Oh my goodness, yes. Uh, Rocco uh, argues on a constant basis with me. <laughs> um, you know, he gets caught doing something, I tell him no, and he'll start barking back at me. Uh, 
and he gets he gets a little attitude on him that uh, he knows what he's doing. He'll start wiggling his butt and just kind of walk around like, look at me, I'm too cute to get in trouble. So, <laughs> yeah, they do. They definitely do. Yeah, they do. Uh, do you run into a lot of bulldogs down in your area? Uh, not too many. Um, we don't. Uh, we we like going to the parks uh, sometimes, but unfortunately, there's just we've seen so many you know accidents happen here at the local parks with um, you know like Great Trent and uh, Midwest City or uh, those. It's just um, we, we decide to kind of stay away from those areas and just kind of stick with the. Uh, we have some land out here in Choctaw, so we just kind of stick out here and we have our own spot, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Like the bulldog is one of the top, I think, five or six registered breed in the AKC right now. And you still don't run into too many of them out there. Like I'll be, you know, my brother, he has, you know, he has one of my dogs and in his town, you know, he'll be the only one in the whole area that he walks a dog, you know, around at night and stuff like that. And you don't see any others. And out, out here where I live, you know, I don't see any other bulldogs except for if I, you know, might have placed a dog, you know, at, 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 yeah. with somebody in the area. I don't see them around, and uh, you know, it's just sort of funny. Now, if you go to a bulldog vet, you know, one that's really well known, that's where you run into bulldogs a lot. Um, for us, for here anyway. I mean, I can take them to a local vet, and you know, I can take the, you know, uh, a great pet, but not a not a good. Uh, uh, show quality dog, and they'll say, "Oh, that's the best looking bulldog I've ever seen," because they've only seen one, you know, or two in their yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we we run into that. It's, it's surprising how how few bulldogs we actually run into, um, and yet they're so. I mean, they're in commercials all the time. They're on television shows. They're in movies. They're they're out there. They're in you know yep. print print advertising everywhere. But uh, you really don't see too many of them out there, actually. Yeah, well, I know one reason um, I really don't take, you know, Rocco or Bailey out uh, that much is we just have so many health problems with them. Um, You know, it's kind of like having a boy in a bubble, Uh, especially with Rocco. uh, We have, I mean, uh, we've got them allergy tested and, you know, uh, on your recommendations also, uh, and thanks for that, We uh, since we've had so many allergy and skin problems, uh, we did have to find a dermatologist and get them tested and, now we have uh, weekly shots, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> this guy is allergic to grass, certain trees, house flies. I mean, if it is a normal thing, this dog's allergic to it, <laughs> so we just can't take him anywhere, you know? Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, we the way we learned about um, the skin issues or the, or the allergies is we had a bitch, a young bitch puppy, and she would break out on her belly when she got well she would just break out on her belly we didn't put two and two together we didn't know why she was breaking out type of thing and having this allergic reaction and on a recommendation of another veterinarian uh we went to this other veterinarian's office who had a recent graduate from university of penn veterinary hospital and they said that you know they draw some blood send it down to to the university they figure out what reacts in the blood, I guess, and then they create the serum and they send it up for, for the weekly shots. And she recovered very, very well. Um, it was a lot easier on her in the wintertime because the, the grass isn't active up here in the winter. Um, so she didn't have any issues then. And eventually we broke her of it. Um, 
you know, pretty well probably by the time she was a year old or so. So it was a neat thing because, I mean, I had allergies as a kid and I used to get shots. And, uh, you know, so yeah. it was neat given, given that same type of technology back to the dogs. And, and it did work for us, so hopefully it will work for you. Yeah, it, we've been doing it for about two years, and it's it's working. It really got rid of um, the spots uh, on the skin and, uh, you know, those things that would pop up. But we still have a little bit of problem with, especially in the folds, the yeast. And we treat them on a nightly basis um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with also Trezoderm, things like that. Uh, and it just seems like, you know, regardless of... Uh, you know, the maintenance and the care is just a continual process that, you know, you just <laughs> got to go through. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a boy here who has his little, uh, nose rope and, um, he gets the yeast in there and it gets so stinky. You know, it's, you know, it's there. And, um, so we battle that with him sometimes too. And then we have, you know, I have a, I guess it's a half brother of his here. And he's got a mega rope. I mean, a deep rope. Not, it's not like pronounced out, but it really goes deep in. And he gets black in there, but it doesn't get, it doesn't get any yeast in there. So it's so weird. It's like, why does one get it and not another? And, you know, you would think a deeper, you know, nose wrinkle would give more breeding ground for, for the yeast in there, but, but it doesn't in his case. Like, I mean, it's, it's a different thing. I wish they both were perfectly clear, but neither of them, they have their own issues, each one. I know. It seems like if we change their food up or his food up, mm-hmm. um, uh, not change it up just randomly, but switch between specifically these, uh, two foods, mm-hmm. it really, and we stay on top of it, it really cuts it down. Um, it's just, the I think it's the uh, hills like D D D venison and potato or something like that, uh, but it really if we don't change it up we can tell he kind of get used gets used to it mm-hmm. and he builds up tolerance and it can start getting back in his nose and his feet and things like that uh, you know that if we just take care of it it does it but it's so many of those things that you just have to trial and error trial and error you know over and over and over yeah yeah with with the boy with the the yeast problem here, his name's Cade, and um, he he had a lot of issues with his skin, and we uh, we ended up hitting him pretty heavy with some antibiotics and some other medications. I'm not quite sure what they were at the time to- anymore. Um, and then we switched him onto a grain free diet, um, and we're afraid to switch him off of it. So I don't know that it worked, but he is much, much better now than he was. <laughs> so we're not about to change that until something goes haywire and then we'll switch again. Yeah, that's what we kind of do. When, every, when everything's going great, you're just kind of like, okay, leave him be. Yep. Don't touch anything. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so do you have any advice for other Bulldog owners that, uh, you know, that you, you went over the uh, – you mentioned diet a little bit there. Um, how, how's your how's your girl's diet? Is she? Uh, uh, she- she's good. Also, we we put her on the uh, core basic grain free, also reduced fat um, one, and it seemed to for both of them. As long as we got them on, you know, that uh, food grain free or something to match their diet. Mm-hmm. The number one thing it helped is it cut way down on their gas. Yeah, I mean, when you have a bulldog, it Dave knows what I'm talking about. That can get bad. Yeah. Well, our our boy Cade, he's on this grain free diet, and it's um, it's by Diamond, 
and I'm not exactly sure what else it's about. Like it's just a grain-free diet. Well, he he lays on the sofa right next to my spot, and he's sleeping there, and he's you can actually hear him fart. I mean, it's <laughs> and and then and then you know it's coming, and so it's like, and he just sleeps through the whole thing. Eventually, he'll get up and move away because I think he's offended by it himself, but. You know, it's pretty bad when you actually can hear it. And so that's the one thing that I think this food does actually cause gas for him. And um, and when he's laying there and you just hear the noise a little bit, it's like, oh, come on, man. You know, it's like, I can't do that here, you know, <laughs> and you can do it and it's perfectly fine, you know. Uh, well, we actually went out um, to town and country and told <laughs> – we made a special appointment for it too and told Dr. Wilson that uh, you know we just can't take the gas anymore. <laughs> uh, and he he told us to do what he does is just uh, whenever he hears it, uh, sleeps on his wife's side of the bed, he just holds his, wife head, his wife's head over there until she wakes up and starts freaking out. <laughs> I was like, if I do that, I'm going to get killed. He's trying to get me hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like sort of like the Dutch oven as they call it, I guess, right? So Yeah, for bulldog owners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So any uh any other advice for bulldog owners? Like a daily regimen? Like what what do you do on a daily basis for your for your dogs? Do you do the the wrinkles wiping? Um you know, do you have any issues with tail pockets at all or you know, those are we always do. lovely? Yeah, we do with the bitch. Um, her her tail crease down in there just gets really bad, uh, and we'll wipe that out with I think it's um, uh, chlorhexidine. It's kind of like the shampoo that they have. Okay. Uh, the same thing as the wipes, uh-huh. um, and I believe it's the same ingredients that's in the Trezoderm. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, but we'll use that. We'll do. Uh, for also their joints she has a little bit of problems um just because she has such a wide stance in her hips we've had x-rays and some of those pockets you know they click around a little bit and mm-hmm. just not a whole lot you can do for it um we are giving her the s3 soft chews which i believe is just uh, quite a bit of of uh, glucosamine or glutamine um uh, those are really it. And, oh, the last one was, uh, the snout stuff. Cause mm-hmm. we had so many problems with, especially his nose, it, almost peeling off. It was, mm-hmm. um, feeling like. And so we got on Amazon and found this stuff called Snout Soother. And two, three weeks, it did actually got a lot better. Um, and he doesn't mind it. I tried to put anything else on his face, and he would freak out, rub his face against the walls. I mean, he actually put a hole in my wall at one point whenever we tried to put a little Vaseline on there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, you know, some of those things you got to take care of. But um, just things like that, keep them active, you know, play with them. They're not just to, you know, sit there and look at. Uh, you know, I can't. If if I don't play with my dog for at least, uh, especially my, my Rocco for you know two three hours a day, uh, he won't even let me get any sleep. So, <laughs> uh, but just you know, number one thing I just see out there um, when I do run across bulldog owners is um, 
not necessarily that they'd be trying to hurt the dogs or anything like that. It's just uh, being uninformed with whether it be uh, the amount of time they keep them outside in the heat or things like that. You can't just treat these like normal, you know, dogs that you would go grab at a pound. There's things that you have to attend to on a routine basis and, you know, educate yourself. That's all I would kind of, you know, hope people would do. Yeah. I know. I think dog owners in general have uh, bad habits of keeping nails too long because they don't know how to handle their dog early enough to get the nails tight and keep them tight on a regular basis. So you'll see dogs that have nails that are just longer than longer than they ever should be, and and that that causes issues. Uh, as well as weight management, you either have dogs too thin, and I and I've done this myself too, where I thought, you know, okay, I thought that was a good weight, and then realized, well, that she's a little too light, or you know, or you, a lot of times pet owners generally have the opposite; they don't keep them too thin, they keep them too heavy. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, just leave the food out and yeah, or they let think go. yeah, they think they're doing them a favor. They're oh, it's cute how he eats my scraps and stuff like that, and yeah, it is cute, but. You know, everything's in moderation, and unfortunately, I think a lot of the dogs are, you know, uh, just, it's so hard on them. They have such, you know, they have they have issues anyway that they're born with, or that, you know, they, they might have this issue or that issue, not just because they're a bulldog, but just because they're a living living being. And to add on something, the, one of the few things you can control, you can't control the hips, you can't control the, the mm-hmm. you know, it's issues that they're born, but you, the one thing you can control is their weight. And it's, you know, and that is such a critical part of them uh, that people don't do it. And then they're wondering, oh, well, you know, he can't breathe well. Well, he's, he's 30% overweight, or, you know, it's just, or he has this, or he doesn't get exercise, or he has exercise out in the heat. And, you know, so you have all yeah, these. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's, that's something I have a question uh, for you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the female, she is overweight and mm-hmm. we, we're giving her the same amount of food. Um, and we've, we even cut it way back uh, to where uh, Dr. Wilson had us giving her, you know, a cup during the morning, a cup at night, cut it down to half a cup in the morning, half a cup at night. And she was starting to lose a little bit of weight, but she can't live like that, you know. Um, and he agreed with that also. So we checked thyroid, stuff like that. Everything seemed to be fine, and it just seems like she's, and I hate to say it because I know it's not true, just a big bone girl, and we just can't get her down. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it, it is tough. It is tough because then you'll have other people that are in the show world and they can't keep weight on them enough for the show. Because uh, there's there's some breeds that'll stay skinny. They they well, there's some lines I guess in the bulldogs that will not keep weight on until they're mature, say two and a half years old or something. Uh, and then uh, it's you know. You've, if you've tried everything, you know, especially with the veterinarian's, you know, care, especially, you know, a vet of the level that Dr. Wilson's at, um, you know, I don't know that I have any other suggestions <laughs> for you. And, and, you know, so, so yeah. you should have a little sign on the side of your girl that says, we, we you know, under vet's care and we're trying everything to have her lose weight. Don't, don't condemn us for having a heavy bulldog. But uh, yeah, yeah, I could I could see that, it, and it is yeah, you're right. Like I said, it's it's tough. So I have sometimes they have ones that you can't keep any weight on, and then you have other ones you can't cut the weight off of them, and uh, you know, so yeah, yeah, just you know, keep trying, I guess, and and hopefully, um, you know, she might hit hit a level at one point as she gets, you know, you said she's what four, four and a half or so. That, yeah, she's uh, 
yeah so you know I mean, she might hit as she gets a little bit older where it's it's hard for her to keep weight on as you know and that's might be when they need it if they're going to battle some kind of some kind of illness or something later on that they might need the extra weight but uh yeah if if at all possible and uh you know then there's a lot of people that they just don't they don't realize i guess you know that's why when you go to the vets office they show you you know they have to show you these visuals in the when you're in the sitting <laughs> yeah. in the waiting yeah. they show you the fat dog the skinny dog the you know yeah. and the just right dog and um yeah so but but the nails are a tough thing i mean i have people that are like and i have bulldogs that don't like their nails being cut at first and they get they learn it and we use the dremel uh love Do the, you yeah love the dremel it's it's pretty fast it stinks to uh, high heaven when we use it i can't do it i can't do it it just it's it's the thought of something just spinning and grinding against <laughs> my nail that just freaks me out well my nails get done a bit too when i'm doing their nails and it's just yeah. like because they they'll shift or something and it's you know once i get it down and especially if you get them young enough and you're and you're working with them like that um cutting the quicks really suck when you're using you know uh, uh the guillotine ones um yeah. and yeah. so it it is it is tough and you know people love their dogs so much they they can't imagine you know putting them through the trauma of the nails and my my brother like i said he has one of our dogs and he takes that dog every four weeks to the groomer, six weeks, something like that, to the groomer. They do his nails up. They do, you know, give him his pampering and everything like that. And and that's a great out because you know how like I know my own children were always better for other people than they were for me. So yeah, um, that's that's exactly what I do. Is I take them in, or when we're at the vet, I yeah. have them trim because I just don't want to deal with it. It's yeah. one of those things that I know I'm not hurting them, but at the same time, it's you know you don't want to be that bad guy. Right. Yep. So. Yeah, I know. I've gone over to pe- friends' houses. They're like, they don't even have bulldogs. Like, oh, can you trim our dog's nails? I'm like, oh, I'll try. <laughs> but and they have, they don't have bulldogs. So I like, I I can't always, like with with bulldogs, I sort of know what's going on in the head. You know, like they sort of, you know, they they sort of have the same. Like you can see it. You know, you know yeah, how they're feeling. Yeah. Like I I have one bulldog. Um, he's two and a half or three, I guess. I have to figure out how old he is. He is he has so much like energy, but he's not built like an energy bulldog. He's built like a show bulldog. Like he's got <laughs> such a wide chest, great legs, um, and he's got this big head. But he's so full of energy that I can't. I I, I finally started doing it because I, I I can tell where he's at now. And, and him and I have this great understanding. I can finally give him a kiss on top of his head without being afraid that he's going to knock my knock me out by throwing his head back and hit me in the jaw just right and knocking me cold um <laughs> my 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 wife and my two daughters they don't they think he's deaf they think that they think he's a maniac but he's not deaf at all he just doesn't turn his head at all when they're calling him and he's outside sitting on his bench he doesn't look at them at all i call him a little bit he looks right away and so he's he's got that attitude like you say now your dog you know, that's exactly what rocco yeah. does it makes the wife so mad <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fun thing, and they they give so much joy, and that's a, that's like I said before about the bulldog having that personality is so different than other breeds, is they just they almost they don't care, you know they yeah. don't they, they do please you, and the, you know if if you get on the right wavelength with them and and stuff like that, and and I know you know my handler Nancy she can take a bulldog that won't do anything for anybody, and she'll just grab a hold of the lead and she'll lead him in loving hand. 
and that dog will obey her unless they, they know that she knows how to do stuff and that she means business and I'll do it time and time again. I'll bring a bitch over to her. I'll say, Nancy, this one ain't going to walk in the ring. She's like, yeah, well, she just takes it and she doesn't take no for an answer from the dog and she gets him to do it. And it's awesome when you have that ability. And, and like, like you might have that with Rocco. I have that with Lambo. Um, but the rest of the household doesn't have that so much <laughs> with them. Yep. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I think we, uh, we pretty much covered everything, um, diet, skin, uh, owners, do's and don'ts, uh, grooming. I think that's pretty much it. Covered the bulldog world in, you know, 20 minutes. It's pretty good. Cool. <laughs> well, Eric, I really appreciate this. And, uh, you know, I'm sure when, as we get more and more of these podcasts under my belt and, uh, uh, maybe have you back on for, for another, uh, another round of some stuff, uh, who knows? But uh, love that you uh, that you reached out to me. I really appreciate that. And uh, I know quite a few people down in the Oklahoma area. Um, uh, one of my mentors is down in Jenks, Oklahoma. I think it's mm-hmm. Jenks. Yeah, he used to be in Jenks, Bro- yeah. Broken Arrow, and now he's in Jenks. Um, so, I, so I still co and stuff with him. His name's Peter Geary, um, and he talks highly of Dan and uh, Doctor Wilson as his vet too. So um, I'll have to get Pete on the show sometime. I have to call him up and, and get him in here. Um, but no, it's been great. I appreciate uh, this time, and uh, hopefully we'll run into you sometime if we're out that way. All right. Well, that sounds great. Thanks for having me on. All right, Eric. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. For the latest information, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, and we'd love for you to give us your honest uh, feedback and a five-star review on iTunes to help get this information out to other people who are interested in Bulldogs and the Bulldog community and just might not know where we're at by giving us that feedback um, will help us in the rankings on Apple and uh, help get the information out there for other people to find. So thank you so much for tuning in and we'll be back with another episode and we'd love your feedback. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. Check out the show notes from this podcast at BullyNet.com. Please leave a five-star review and your honest feedback on iTunes.